How's everyone doing this morning? Some of you are doing good, sounds like. Some of you are not. Who is blessed this morning? You know, the Bible says in Psalms 37, verse 3, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land. Then it says, feed on his faithfulness. We need to feed on his faithfulness too more. I think uh, we, we neglect too much to think about what God has done for us. And I want to share a um, quick testimony of what the Lord has done for me this last week. Has the Lord done something for you this last week? You know, one time I was in a prayer uh, session and we were told to share uh, an evidence, something that God has done for you. And uh, praise the Lord, I was able to share something that God had spoken to me that day. Somebody else had to share something that happened like two years ago. And I said, Lord, thank you so much for giving me a fresh revelation of what you have done for me today. Just yesterday, I was actually walking um, in my uh, apartment complex. I was walking in the neighborhood because it was really nice outside and I'd been inside all day long. And uh, I, was, I was just praying because I was in distress. Anybody ever felt overwhelmed before? I, I was feeling overwhelmed yesterday. Um, just, you know, being so busy with work, traveling around, came back on vacation. All, I felt like I had a million loose ends uh, that had not been tied yet. Anybody ever felt like that? And it just feels like it's just co- you know, like compound interest, but like compound problems. They were just getting worse and worse. And I was like, and then, of course, I felt like I was not like Jesus and all these things, and it was just overwhelming. So I went, I was like, Lord, I need to pray. And so I went out, and I spent some time in prayer, and I asked for the Holy Spirit, and I was just, you know, talking out loud to the Lord, and I was telling him what's up. And I was just telling him how I was feeling, and the Lord uh, spoke to me. I was getting closer and closer and closer to my house, and I was like, Lord, i got to go back inside. i got to get ready for the Sabbath. I want peace at mind. Has anybody ever wanted that before? You know, he's kind of like, Lord, I will not let you go until you... Bless me, right? And so I, I was praying, and I was, and I was talking to the Lord, and all of a sudden it hit me. All of a sudden it hit me. And the Lord brought to my mind Revelation chapter 3. And Revelation chapter 3 talks about how we're poor, miserable, blind, and naked. And oh boy, did I feel those things right then and there. I felt like I needed Jesus, and I was not matching up to him at all. Anybody ever felt like that? And, I, and the Lord brought that, but it wasn't in a condemning way. Because he, he, he showed me, What's the problem with that? You know, see, we're all miserable, poor, blind, and naked, but what was the problem with Laodicea? They don't, what? They don't see their need. They don't see the fact that they're miserable, poor, blind, and naked. And then another verse came to mind. I can't remember specific. I looked it up yesterday, but it's, it's in uh, Corinthians where Paul says that the, that the king or this, the ruler of this world has blinded the eyes of those who are lost or those who are perishing. In other words, and I said, whoa. I am, more, uh, I am poor, miserable, blind, and naked, but oh boy, can I see it. And I was like, hallelujah. I was like, I, I can see that I messed up. Do you guys get it? I mean, the problem with the Laodicean churches and the problem with those who are lost, they don't see that they're messed up. They don't see that they're, that they're lost. And I was like, I went into my house and I called my friend right away. I was like, guess what the Lord just did for me? And I, and I, and I said, Lord, I messed up. I need Jesus like never before. And I have all these things I need to get done, but it doesn't matter because I can see that I have a problem. Amen? And that's our problem is that we don't always see that. And so I just want to share what the Lord has done for me. I, yeah, this morning, I, right now, I feel unworthy to be here. But I see my need of Jesus. That's what's most important. And he can work with a willing heart. Amen? I wanna, we're going to have an amazing presentation today. Not because of me, but because it's about Jesus and what he can use us for. Amen? Um, my name is Joel Moutre, and I have the privilege of helping out with GLOW at the conference office uh, with Nelson Ernst and many other people that work there. Uh, anybody here know what, uh, or let me ask rather, does anybody here not know what GLOW is? Well, if you don't, you can pull out the GLOW track that was in your bulletin, and everybody pull it out. Everybody pull your GLOW track out, and uh, what GLOW is, it's, it's one of the simplest, and I don't say this because I work for them, I say it's really the simplest way of being a witness for God wherever you are. If you don't know what to say, if you don't know, like, you know what to do or, or how to do it or whatever, even if you have one arm, you can pass these things out. And as I did last time I was here, we all stretched our hand. Anybody remember doing that? I tricked you guys, didn't I? Everyone stretched their hand out, in and out, in and out, and I said, now you're qualified to be a glower. That's all you got to do. If you can reach your hand out, you can do it. Even if you only have one hand, there's a guy named Buster. He lives in Texas. And in Texas, he, was, he passes out close to a million tracks by himself. Uh, uh, combined over the years that he's done ministry, he only has one arm, and he single-handedly passed out millions of tracks. Oh, guys, some of you didn't get that one, but single-handedly passed out glow tracks. But anyways, 
Uh, God is good no matter uh, what status you are, uh, old, young, rich, poor, uh, one-armed or not, you can pass out glow and you can be a witness for God in, uh, wherever you are. Amen? And uh, Pastor was telling me that you guys are doing uh, 40 days of prayer, and you're also having an emphasis on the Holy Spirit. And so today, I want to focus on us being willing to be used by God. Um, have, that, have you ever been uh, to a gas station or even at the store or just throughout your day, and the Holy Spirit says something, go pray with that person or give, go give them a tract or go say hello to them. Has anybody ever felt impressed to do something? I was on my walk yesterday, and uh, I was not in a good mood, and so I did not feel like doing it. I literally walked down the street, and I was like, Lord, if I keep on walking, it'll look really dumb if I turn around right now because there was somebody on the side of the street. And the Lord said, no, turn around. So I you know, did a, a very slick move. I just crossed over at the walk and pretended I was making a U-turn you know, from my walk back home. And then I walked over here and I gave him the glow tract, right? I did not feel like doing it. Anybody here ever f- not felt like doing it? Listening to the Holy Spirit? See, the thing is, as Seventh-day Adventists, as Christians, many times we know what we need to do. I know what I need to do. I know that I should be like Jesus. I should read my Bible. I should do all these things. I need to witness it's not like well, I need to stand here and convince us that we need to share the gospel. Amen? I don't need to convince you, but... So what's the, what's the issue? What's the issue? Why is it that we don't do what we're supposed to do? See, the problem is us. And many times we don't always address what the problem is. The problem is us and our hearts. We need to be, have our hearts subdued by the Holy Spirit. And we need to say, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a try. And what's nice is that just like when you exercise, you try something... That's, that's easy, and you accomplish that, and then your muscles get stronger, and you can go heavier and heavier and heavier. Sorry, I'm a guy. I, I like exercising, but uh, lifting weights and everything. But think about it. When we exercise uh, physically, we get stronger and stronger and stronger, right? When we exercise spiritually, read more, you know, first we can only spend a few minute, moments in, our, in the Word of God and prayer. Eventually, we can spend more and more and more time, right? In the same way when it comes to witnessing. We need to start at the easy level, and then later on, God might have you call, call you to like preach an evangelistic series in Ethiopia or something. I don't know. But the thing is, right now, we would be like, there's no way I'm doing that. But God has given us something that's so easy that everyone can do it. It's so simple that it's kind of like a little stepping stone. And there's even different levels of it, and we're going to talk about it today, uh, how God can use us for uh, his glory. Amen? Anybody here want to be used? I know I want to be used. I want to be used. I guess not everybody but uh, some of us, I want to be used by God. And uh, by the way, it's one of the most fulfilling things ever. This is a quick picture of my family taken many years ago. I look a little younger in that picture. Uh, but that's my mom and my dad, my brother and I. My brother is a Bible worker at the Spanish church in Madeira. Uh, I know he doesn't look Spanish, but he speaks Spanish. He went to Mexico for a year. And I have the privilege of working at the conference office. And uh, my parents are currently on vacation in Norway. And I snuck a little bit on the Norsk, and they understand what I see it. Uh, that's how you say that in Norwegian. I just said that you don't understand what I'm saying in Norwegian. Um, I grew up uh, in the country of Norway, lived there for 10 years of my life, uh, but I, I am American. I was born here as well and came over here for high school. Um, today we're going um, to be talking about glow and whatnot, but I want to share this quote with you from Review and Herald. You know, it says right here that the best help that ministers can give their churches is not, what does it say? sermonizing, right? I love sermons. I love preaching. I love teaching the Word of God. And I could do that forever, but I'm not going to do that today. It says right here that sermonizing is important, but planning work for them. There's, there's many things that are important that are good, but what's the most important thing? Planning work for the church members. Give each one something to do for others, and let it all be, and let all be taught how to work. You see, the thing is, our church is in a condition of Laodicea. Is anybody here satisfied with the condition of our church? I want it to change. Jesus, come back. Change my heart. Change this church. Help us to reach the world. Amen? Help us to reach Modesto. I'm not satisfied. And it says that, that, we, that there's help. We need help. And it says that the best help that our churches can get is not just sermons, which are important. We need those as well because we need to be taught of the Word of God and learn of Him. But it's planning work for them. Christ's object lesson says that many would be willing to work if they're only taught how to begin. I want something to do for Jesus. And many times God calls us to do big things. What's so nice about him is that he's patient. He gives us small things we can do, simple things, so that we can get used. He's patient, like a personal trainer. He doesn't come up to us and say, I want you to lift 300 pounds. Hey, I want you to start with this. And he patiently works with us day by day. And many times you're like, I don't feel like lifting the two-pounder. I don't feel like doing it today. 
So you go home, and then you come back, and then he's like, lift the two pounds. And then he continues with you, and he's patient with you. And eventually, praise God, we'll be able to lift the 300 pounds. Amen? It says, in a large degree, through our publishing houses, is to be accomplished the work of that other angel who comes down from heaven with great power and who lightens the earth with his glory. Does anybody here want to have the glory of God enlighten the whole earth? Anybody know where this is taken from? Revelation chapter 18, verse 1. It's, it's, it's really like the fourth angel of Revelation 14. You have the three angels in 14, and then there in 18, it's, it's a reiteration of the three angels' messages. When it comes down with the latter rain power, and the gospel is taken to the whole world. And it says that in a large degree, that that will happen through our publishing houses, through literature. There's many, you know, we can, we can only talk to one person at once. What's so nice about literature is that it, that it can blanket the whole earth. You can pass out multiple tracts, multiple books, and, and, I, and I don't care what you do. If it's Glow, Steps to Christ, Great Controversy, Signs of the Times, as long as we're doing, this is it's the ministry, it's the mindset that we want to talk about today. Why Glow? Why should we pass out Glow? Number one, it's so easy. I talked about how easy it was uh, just a second ago. Um, I want everyone to take their Glow tract, and I want you to turn to the person next to you, and I want you to just give it to them, okay? Just take the glow tract, and I want you to give the glow tract to them, okay? Just, just take it out, and just give it to the person next to you. Did they take it? I know some of you are probably thinking about it, and you didn't want to take it just to prove me wrong here. But uh, you see, the thing, what's so nice is that there's this natural reflex. If I just go like this, she naturally takes it. And what's so nice about that, that's really easy. Did you have to say anything? No, you just stuck it right next to them. Thank you. And uh, you stuck it right next to them. What do they do? There's this natural reflex. If something gets stuck right around here, the natural thing is to take it. And that's what's so nice about it. Even if you don't want to say anything, you just give them the track, just put it out there like this. We call it tract in hand. Super easy. And just by sticking it out like that, it makes it so easy. People take it. It's, it's amazing. Now, I want you to turn to the person next to you, and I want you to say, here you glow. No, I'm just kidding. Say, here you go. And, no, no, say it. Try it. Give the, give the swap tracks again, and I'll say, here you go. I want everyone to practice. Here you go. Did it take a lot of preaching skill and eloquence of words and linguistic skills to say, here you go? No, right? Everybody can say that. And so it's simple, simple, simple. Another way that you can pass out glow that makes it so simple and so easy, check this out. That's all I did. What did I do? I just left the glow in a place where somebody might see it, right? Of course, we don't want to litter. I heard somebody that they would casually throw away glow tracks on their street. Now, that's not the best way to do it because you want to make sure people see them. But there's all kinds of stories of people just laying them places and people getting to know about God that way. Matter of fact, there's a, there a gentleman who called in for Bible studies because he found a glow tract in a barbecue grill. I'm serious. He went to the store to go look for a barbecue grill. He's opening the different ones to look at them, and lo and behold, he finds a glow track, reads it, and calls in for Bible studies. Amen? Okay, you can do better than that. Amen? Amen. Glowing is easy. What is it, everyone? Easy. It's easy. There's no excuses. And I'm talking to myself, because I don't always feel like doing it. Number two, it multiplies yourself. I kind of touched on this a little bit already, but it's, it's amazing. Now, imagine um, my sister right here in the front. Imagine, imagine you, you're not being a Christian, right? You, you're not a Christian. And so I go to your, you know, I'm knocking doors, or I'm, you know, in the neighborhood, and, and I want to give you some glow, right? I want to witness to you. I want to make sure that you're in the kingdom. So I walk up to your door, and I knock on your door, but she doesn't answer because she's on vacation, right? So I knock again, but I don't know if she's on vacation. I just wait there. Would it be very profitable for me to wait at her door and wait and wait and wait and wait until she comes home? No, right? Because I'm not being very efficient with the rest of my life, not only my daily duties, but even witnessing to other places. Now, uh, what happens if I did wait there until she comes home? What if she's not ready to receive the truth, to receive a Bible study? That, should I just wait at the door and every time they walk in and out, I'm still here? You know, right? That's not going to work, right? Because number one, that's very, you know, offensive and it's not the best way to witness. But number two is that we can't witness other places and we can't do our daily duties, right? What's so nice is that if she's not home, I can just stick the glow tract on her door. I can put it on her car door, different things like that. And the glow tract is there waiting until they're ready. Just the other day I was on vacation and I went to South Lake Tahoe and visited the South Lake Tahoe church. And there, there was a lady who actually came into the church just about a year ago and pray for her. She, they're having an evangelistic series she, and she's uh, deciding to get baptized or not, so pray for her. 
Um, she, she came into church about a year ago. She just walks in randomly one day, and uh, my friend who walks up to her, and she says, oh, welcome. You're, you know, your guest here. How would you hear about the church? She says, you know, I was just cleaning out my desk the other day, and I found a Bible tract. It wasn't a gold tract, but she found a Bible tract on the Sabbath. And she read it, and she was convicted. What was it, everyone? She was convicted, and she comes to Sabbath that very day. And, you know, my friend was like, oh, awesome. Was it a glow track? Like, where'd you get it, you know? And she pulls out the track, and it was in black and white. Guess how many years ago she had gotten that at a Christian uh, Christian, um, uh, center? How many years? 30 years before. Hello? I mean, like, talk about delayed gratification. I mean, you pass out. That person that passed it out is probably dead. You know, they, don't, they didn't know that she was going to come to church one day and receive the Sabbath. What's so nice is that when I put that glow track there, it's, it multiplies yourself. Not only do I place one here, but I place one here. It's as though I'm waiting in all those locations ready to be the tool of God, right? I could, I could wait there at her door forever, but I can't be used other places. What's so nice about literature is that it multiplies yourself. You, it's like every time you pass out a glow track, it's like you're standing there waiting to give them a Bible study. If that's 10, 15, 20 years from now, next week. Amen? Isn't that amazing? Oh, you can do better than that. Amen? Amen. God wants to use us. It's easy. It's, it multiplies yourself. It's also rewarding. Have anybody here ever washed a car? I, I don't have a lot of time nowadays, so I take it to the, to the car wash thing. But uh, when I do wash my car, I always end up getting wet. Anybody ever? And, so, and if you're doing it with somebody else and you want to be mischievous, you spray them, right? And so you get wet the, the whole nine yards, right? What's so nice about witnessing is that when you, when you pass out glow tracks, you yourself are blessed. It's amazing. You see, the thing is, literature is delayed gratification. The, the, the blessing for the souls that come into the kingdom is most likely later, even though God does bring people. There are people that we know of that are baptized because of literature being passed out. What's so nice about this is that, that the, the majority of people that are saved and brought into the kingdom are later. Many people say, I'm not going to pass out glow because people don't sign up for Bible studies right away. People are not baptized right away. I'm not going to do that. I'm more into like, I want baptisms. Do we want baptisms? Amen? Amen. But what's so nice about this is that there's those people that wouldn't come to the church right away. They wouldn't, they're not ready to be baptized. What's so nice about this is that, that it's delayed gratification. The, the, the results are later. Well, what are the immediate results? It's our changed heart. The immediate results of literature distribution are for the church members, are for those who pass them out. See, the results for the, for the, for the people in the community, it's, for, it's later. But for us, it's right away. Amen? And so when we pass these out, think about this. We were talking about how we didn't always feel like doing what God wants us to do. Imagine, you know, we're really shy, you know, you're shy or whatever. And by the way, I haven't always been this outgoing. Um, I, you know, it might seem like it. But imagine you're at the store and you don't, you don't feel like doing what God wants you to do. And he says, I want you to leave the glow tract. I want you to leave it on a toilet paper dispenser in the bathroom. Which is a great place to put it, by the way, because people spend some time there from, from time to time and they have something to read, right? And so, so the Holy Spirit impressed you like, ah, oh, I don't want to do it. What if, well, actually nobody can see me. And so you decide to put it there. You're like, wow, praise the Lord. I listened to what God wanted me to do. Amen? And then next time, this is how it works. He's like, I want you to put it. I want you to take a Sabbath tract, and I want you to go to the Bible section. I want you to put it as a little bookmark in Exodus 20 in the Bibles at Walmart or Barnes & Noble, right? So look through the Bible, and you put that in there, right? Now, but, but Lord, people might see me. And, but then you're like, you know what? I, I put it in the bathroom. I think I can do this. I think I can do this. I, you know, I overcame that. I think I can do this. So you do that. Next time, it's like, I want you to give it to the cashier. <gasps> oh, man, that's, that's threatening. What if the people in the back, back line think I'm crazy, you know? What's so nice about Glow is that it's super easy to pass out. Number one, you can just say, here you go. They give you a receipt, right? You just say, oh, here, just as a thank you, here's something for you to read. Or you can be really bold and you can even ask questions. So I say, how are you doing today? What is the normal answer that cashiers give you? Good, fine, or stressed. It's been a long day. I'm glad it's almost over or I just started. You know, that kind of stuff. What I like to say is like, you know what? Here's a little stress buster and I'll give them the one on the Sabbath. It actually begins in talking about stress relief and how God wants to give us true rest, spiritual rest in the Sabbath. Amen? And so or you can give them steps to health, breaking addictions, etc. Just pass that out and give them a little reason to read it. Super easy. But what's so nice is that as you submit to the Holy Spirit, it's rewarding. Has anybody ever actually listened to what the Holy Spirit told them to do? Amen? 
Is that rewarding or what? No joke. No, I just always say that the two things that makes you most uh, satisfied in life, knowing that your sins are forgiven and knowing that you're in God's will. Amen? When you do those things, oh boy, nothing can touch you. It's amazing. And lastly, it's inspired. Did you know that Ellen White said that we should make uh, small Bible pamphlets with relevant topics, about 6 to 12 pages? Interesting, huh? These happen to be about 6 to 12 pages, small, relevant topics. Amen? And by the way, it works. It works. Right now, we're, since Glow started in 2007, we're at about, uh, what is it, almost 35 to 40 million tracts printed worldwide. And it started here in Central. Amen? God is doing amazing things. We're about almost 40 languages. And it's all over the world, even in Greek. Kind of cool, huh? There we go. Now, this is the time in the service where it gets real pra practical. Has it been practical already? Okay, so I noticed, I, I did some scouting, and I looked in the bulletin. There's this wonderful insert here with the songs. On the back, there's nothing there. And so this is where you can pull that little sleeve. I know all of us have one. I'll pull it out, and I want you to take notes. There should be like a pen or a pencil in front of you. This is where you want to take notes. And as I share these ideas and testimonies, write them down. But also, if the Holy Spirit brings an idea to your mind that's not on the screen, write that down as well. And God will bless your efforts. So I want you to take notes. It's going to be super, super practical. And um, I know, you know, every time a preacher tells people to take notes, I never do. It sounds horrible. Because I, I really, really can't take notes. But I've been actually trying to get better at it. So I want everyone to pull out that piece of paper, and I want you to take notes, because this right here is, is super practical. You'll be like, is he really talking about this? It's so easy. I'm just going to share a bunch of stories. And it's going to illustrate how we can be used by God. Number one is grocery stores, the places where you can glow. How to glow? You ask the question. You know, this it sounds complicated. I don't want to say anything. Here's another method that you can do. Grocery stores. Anybody here go to the store? I do, right? Anybody here use shopping carts? I use shopping carts, right? One of the best places you can put glow is in shopping carts. You walk up to the store, get your shopping cart, you know, put it in there. Before you leave, people, somebody else will get it, right? Just um, a while back, there was a gentleman who went to the Walmart, and he actually was getting a shopping cart. You know that sometimes there's like flyers and trash and stuff in there? He looks into there, and he's going to scoop that paper up, thinking that it was trash, like some advertisement or something. And he looks at it, and it happens to be a glow tract. Little did he know that that glow tract was going to be a direct answer to his prayer. What had happened just a few weeks before, his little boy had gone to a Seventh-day Adventist VBS. You guys know what VBS is? Right? He went to Seventh-day Adventist VBS. He comes home to his mom and dad, and he says, Mommy and Daddy, why are we not keeping the Ten Commandments? Why do we go to church on the wrong day? And being sincere Christians, they got together in their bedroom, and they said, Lord, what should we do? I don't even know what to do. Like, we want to honor you in all things. Two weeks later, he finds a glow tract in the shopping cart. Guess what the topic was? The Sabbath, a day to remember. Isn't that amazing? God set that up perfectly so that he would have a direct answer to his prayer. Did you know that there's people right now praying for wisdom concerning the Sabbath, concerning the state of the dead, even concerning salvation, depression, addictions, all these things. They're crying out to God. And this just might be the direct answer to their prayers. Shopping carts, super easy to pass out. Another one is uh, cash registers. This is a really funny story, okay? So you got cash registers at stores, at gas stations. Sometimes I even go in there to get the receipt even though I don't want it, just so I can have an excuse to interact with somebody and give them a glow track, right? In San Francisco a while back, there was a, there was a lady that went into the gas station. She said, can I get $20 on five? Can I get $20 on five? Or whatever she said. And the, the gentleman standing there kind of quiet and awkwardly, he, he didn't know what to say. And he said, you know, uh, actually, we can't really do that right now. And there's a couple other guys standing there, and it was kind of quiet and awkward. And she was like, what's the deal? I come here all the time. Just give me $20 on five. And he's like, you know, you're going to have to come back again later, ma'am. Uh, we can't do this right now. And so she's like, okay, that's okay. And so she, she, you know, actually, before she left, she gave each one a glow track. She gives each one a glow track, and she's like, here you go, right? So she leaves, and then she comes back the next day. She's like, man, what's the deal? Like, you know, why couldn't you give me gas yesterday? That was kind of funny. And he's like, whoa. Thank you so much. Like these guys, they, those guys that were standing around me, they had a gun to my back and they were robbing the gas station. They were robbing the gas station. And when you gave them those glow tracks, they got spooked and they left. <laughs> now, I don't recommend breaking up a robbery as the best way 
to pass out glow tracks, even though, you know, the Lord used that situation. But even giving it to the cashier, you never know. You do never know what your impact can do. And uh, isn't that funny? Uh, I, I love that story, right? So giving it to cashiers, you know, when you go there, just as a thank you for a receipt, thank you so much, have a great day. Ask them if they like to read, different things like that. You can always do that as well. Gas stations and traveling, it's, it's one, of the, one of the best ways to pass out literature. Um, I know we don't like going to the gas station nowadays because the gas prices are going up, but we all do anyway. And so what's so nice is that while you're filling out gas, it's a great opportunity to pass out literature. I want you guys, are you guys writing these things down? Okay, cool. Um, what you do is that you take the glow track, take your glow track out, everybody take it out, and you bend it like this. Not all the way because you don't want to crease it so that it won't have that spring effect. What you do is that when you're done filling gas, you walk up to the gas station, you bend it slightly and slide it right in there where the handle is on the, on, on the, uh, on the track, right there on the gas pump. What's so cool is that when the next person come by to get the gas pump, they're going to have to pull that out and then hopefully, by God's grace, read it. Amen? There's another way that you can do it. See the picture right there? It's kind of small. But it's interesting that the glow track fits exactly, like exactly where the receipt comes out on a gas pump. Now, we did not contract with the company that made those things, but it just so happens to be that that, they, that, that glow track fits right in there. And so that's another place you can do it um, at, the, at the gas stations. There's just tons of different uh, gas stations. You know, when you're traveling, you get gas, you get rest stops, all kinds of places. You can pass out uh, glow track. Are, are, are some ideas coming to mind that are not on this? Uh, you're thinking about what you like, what you normally do in your daily routine. You guys, some ideas coming to mind? Yeah, okay, cool. All right. Restaurants. I love going out to eat. I love going out to eat. There was actually a, a gentleman who went to Spaghetti Factory. Write this down. He went to Spaghetti Factory, and he, he, uh, he's sitting there, <coughs> and the waiter comes up. The waiter was like this big, tough guy. Had a, kind of tattoos and everything, and you know, he was kind of tough, and he was serving them there. He was a nice guy. But uh, he asked, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, the, the, the Seventh Amethyst guy asked the waiter how he, how he was doing. All of a sudden, this guy just starts tearing up. It's kind of awkward. He starts tearing up, and it was, you know, it's a sad situation, and he's like, whoa, you know, is everything okay? And he's like, sorry, sorry, you know, it, just, it was just today, last year, that my, co I think it was his cousin or brother, had got shot in some kind of shooting there in town, and he was sad. Uh, this, this, the Seventh Avenue gentleman pulls out, a, you know, sticks his hand in his pocket, and he was going to give him a glow track. He pulls it out, and he gives it to the person, and guess what track that was? Does God care that I'm hurting? Does God care that I'm hurting? The exact track he needed. Now, did, did he know that that was a track? I don't think so. He just happened to pull out, but the Holy Spirit knows what that person needs at the right time. Many times we judge the glow track by its cover. We think, oh, that's on the, that's on the Antichrist, or, oh, that's on hell. You know, I don't want to pass that. I don't want to offend nobody. But we never know what they need. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're questioning God because they believe that somebody's burning in hell forever. But we think that they just need the talking to God or promise of peace because that's what we're more comfortable with. We never know. We need to have a prayerful spirit to know what to pass out at the right time, even the more hard-hitting ones as it might seem. Let's go to the next one. Credit card offers. This is my favorite one, okay? For those who don't want to do anything and, and, and whatnot, does anybody here get credit card offers in the mail? And it's really interesting that I, I signed up for a, a, uh, a credit card the other day, and as soon as I signed up for it, I got the exact same offer about four times in the mail in the next two weeks. Anybody ever happened that before? That's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe they just saw my name. I don't know. But I, I signed up for the credit card, and then they give me more offers of the exact same deal, and I did not make sense. But you know what I do with those, those envelopes that are inside? What, what comes inside? Prepaid envelopes. You know, wouldn't it be nice to just have a lot of free money to, like, use to witness and stuff, you know? We'd always take an evangelism offering at camp meeting and all these things. What's so nice about that, that's free evangelism money right there. That's free. You know, it's already paid for. And so all you got to do, you know what I think we should do, Pastor? Is that we should have someone in charge to call them the credit card offer ministry. And all you got to do is have a box at the, at the back. Every, you know, like you bring your tithes and offerings to church? You bring all your credit card offers to church. And you bring the, the pre-posted uh, envelope, right? And you bring that, and you, 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 all you got to do is, like, you know, you gather the offerings, you put your you know, you put your envelopes in there in that box in the well. And then once a month, every so often, everybody gets together after potluck and you just write little personal notes on three by five cards, put some glow tracks in that envelope and you just, you don't have to pay for it. You just sign it, you send it off. The credit card ministry, amen? You know, what will happen is that either 
they will be, uh, either, either they'll stop sending you junk mail. <laughs> Isn't that, that'd be nice, huh? Or they'll be converted. Amen? So it, it's a good, it's a win-win no matter what. And so I want to challenge you guys to do that, to, to start the credit card offer ministry here at this church. Amen? That's true. There's all kinds of different ones. Magazines. You got the whole night, whole whole list. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. You just put the glow tracks in there, and you send them off. It's amazing what God can do. Are there any large gatherings uh, here in Modesto, like uh, fairs or you know concerts? Any anything like that? What is it? What, what? Concerts, right? Modesto Marathon, right? Anything else? Any other large gatherings? Huh? Costco. That is a that is amazing large gathering. Happens every day uh, in Modesto. It's, it's world known for large gatherings, right? No, what's so cool about this is that you should take advantage of this. You know, when there's like this frenzy of people, especially after concerts, they're all pumped up, you know? And they'll, they'll just take anything. Just the other day, people in Clovis, they pass out thousands of tracks. They were at the, the Save Mart Center until 2 a.m., passing out glow tracks and other literature to people coming out. I mean, they're all pumped up. Skillet had just been there, and they were just, like, pumped up. They were just taking all the glow tracks, and they were dodging the security guards. It was awesome. And uh, it was, it was, a, it was, they just got tons of tracks out. And at fairs and stuff like that, I mean, what other time do you have hundreds of people, thousands of people in one area? You don't have to, like, walk from door to door. I mean, you just stand there, and they just walk by you, and they take it. It's amazing. I want you guys to think about, like, what's the next big event that you can do, and how can I be a minister for God there? Let's go quickly through the last couple ones here. Places where you can see them. You know what's nice? I, I, I just placed this right here. One time there was uh, a lady who put a glow track on a registration desk for a pastor's convention, non-Avenist pastor's convention. The, the Merced County Jail chaplain picked it up, read it, liked it so much that he called in, and he said, you know what, I want to order several hundred glow tracks for all my inmates. And you know what he did? He did that, and then we sent them glow tracks, and then after a while, he actually ordered two or three more times after that for all his inmates. This is a non-Avenist chaplain doing this. So even by placing it one, that was one glow track, turned into hundreds of glow tracks being passed out and being um, given to people who need them. You know what's, you know what's uh, so nice is that there's uh, another one. It's called laundromats. Uh, are there any laundromats here? Yeah? I was just at one the other day. It's a great, great opportunity. By the way, there's glow racks available on the store. You can get glow racks. You can walk up to the laundromat owner and say, hey, can we put some literature here uh, in a glow rack? Or you can just lay them there, ask for permission. They almost always say yes. I just asked one the other day for the one that's by my house, and they said, oh, yeah, please put a glow rack here. Put some glow here. One time there was a lady who put glow rack uh, tracks there in the, in the, at the laundromat, and she noticed that all of a sudden, like, they would always disappear really quickly. And she was thinking maybe some people from another religious persuasion came and kind of scooped them up and dropped them in the trash, right? Now, she wanted to check, and she wanted to make sure that her glow tracks weren't, like, just being thrown away. So she, she decides to kind of sit in a, at a distance pretending she's doing laundry and watching the glow tracks. She watches them, and all of a sudden the mailman comes walking, and he takes and he scoops up all the glow tracks, and he puts them in his bag. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? Why are you taking, you know, what's up with it? What are you going to do with those? And he says, oh, I saw one the other day. I read it. I liked it. So what I do now is I take all of them and I pass them out on my mail run. <laughs> if a non-Adventist mailman can pass out literature, do you think we can? Amen. God wants to use us to, 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 to reach those in the area. When you travel, there's hotels. What do you think would be a nice place to leave a glow track in a hotel? The Gideon Bible, right? Put a little Sabbath reminder there and... and um, uh, in Exodus 20, one thing that I've done when I'm at hotels and I'm staying, let's say, over the weekend, there's a Sabbath, I'll say, put a little note for the maid, and I'll say, you know, normally I keep the, uh, the seventh-day Sabbath, and the time that you would normally use to, to, to clean my room, sit down and read this tract and, and take a little break. Uh, that's one way you can do it as well. There's amazing different things. When you're traveling as well on the airlines, what's, what, you, know what, the, you know what a Sky Mall magazine is? Anybody here ever not read one? You know, it's interesting. There's, you know, even though it's just full of junk, we all, I always end up picking it up. I don't know why, you know, it's just, you just, you just look through it, it just happens. Everybody does that. And so it's so nice, you put the, put the glow tracks in the Sky Mall magazine, people will read it, and people will get to know about God. Are these ideas sparking other ideas in your mind? Are you, are you, are you thinking, you know, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do, right? Here, last, last couple ones here is holidays. 
what is the, what is the best holiday of the whole year to pass out glow? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. What, you can put those in cards, right? You can put in all your Christmas cards, put glow tracks. What is it? Valentine's Day is a great one. What's another holiday? Halloween. Think about it. What's, what other day of the whole year do you have uh, non-Avenists expecting you to come to their door? Right? What, I mean, what other day of the whole year do you have people opening their door for you? I mean, you walk to the door, and they're going to guaranteed open the door almost all the time. Isn't that amazing? Now, let's say you don't want to go door-to-door. I mean, it's the easiest thing. I mean, that day, if you don't want to do door-to-door, do it on that day. I mean, everybody can give out glory. No, now, don't use this as an excuse to go get candy, okay? Because we don't observe Halloween, amen? But what's so nice, what other day of the year, if you don't want to do that, you can stay at your house. What other day do you have non-Avenists coming to your door asking for something? You know? Give them little raisins or something like that. Little packets of raisins or cough drops, right? And then give them a glow track for their parents. Just a year and a half ago, a year, how long? A year and a half ago, there was a young girl who came and they, someone had gone trick her, uh, someone had given her, her little brothers, uh, a glow track on Twilight in the little bag of candy. She, the, the kids bring the glow tracks, I mean the, the, the candy back. She's sorting through the, the candy to make sure there's nothing bad in there. She finds the glow track, she reads it, she signs up for Bible studies that evening. The next day, a Bible worker um, that actually came in that area, he calls her up and says, hey, do you want to study? They study that whole rest of the year. She ends up doing youth rush during the summer in Southern California, and then is baptized at the end of the year. Uh, amen? amen? Come on, guys. Amen. amen? I mean, this is somebody who is baptized because of glow left in a candy bag on Halloween. Amen? So think about those holidays. Send them in their Christmas cards. Send them in their Easter cards or birthday cards or whatever you guys like doing. And uh, one quick story about Halloween. My friend Nelson Ernst was going door-to-door on Halloween. And uh, you meet a lot of random costumes. And there was a man that he met that was dressed up as a banana. Totally random. He had dressed up as a banana. And he says, you know, here you go. And he gives him a glow track. And the guy, you know, the the, the banana split and they left. And and they... (laughs) They, they leave, and then they come back. They happen to bump each other, into each other on the next street. And so the guy's like, you know, I really like this. The banana says, I really like this. Can I have some more? So Nelson gives him a whole stack. He's like, here you go. And he's like, I want to pass them out. And so literally, they, they split again, and then they, they, they go, and he's actually passing out these glow tracks. They meet on the next street, just randomly, and he says, can I have some more? I passed them all out already. And so he goes ahead, and he passes out even more. Now, let me ask you, if, if a non-avenous banana can pass out literature. Do you think we can? Amen. I think we can as well, if, if a banana can. There's, there's several different words at work, uh, and as you're interacting in the stores, uh, there's different places you can leave them on your desk. If you have a desk, if you're a doctor uh, or, or a nurse, or even if you're not a doctor or nurse, ask the local clinic if you could put a glow rack there with some literature, free literature, for people to read. Put it in your office. Another one is, is uh, parking lots. It's an amazing way. Now, there's two different kinds of door handles in the world, okay? Uh, car, car door handles. Now, I want you to take your glow tracks, and I want you to bend it this way, the long way, okay? Now, take your glow tracks out. I know you still have them. Did you guys pass them out already? That's why you don't have them, right? No, take your glow tracks out and just gently bend it the long way, okay? Now, there's two different kinds of door handles. There's the one that you stick your hand all the way through. You know what I'm talking about? You can stick your hand all the way through. You pull out. When you're walking by the car, when, you know, many times I, I, I get lazy and I want to park really close to the store, but I want to challenge you guys to park a little bit farther away next time for exercise, of course, but also because what you can do is that you can weave in and out of cars and on the driver's side door, just walk by, and as you're walking, you just, you know, kind of plop it in there, and eventually you get real good, and you can just walk by and you just go like this, like, and like nobody knew that you passed out a glow track. That's great. Um, and then the second way is I want you to turn it this way. Turn it this way. So eventually, as you practice, you'll get really good. You turn it this way, and you know the door handles you have all the way through that we just talked about? And there's the ones that you have to lift like this. You know what I'm talking about? You can't stick your hand all the way through. What you do then is that you hold it like this. As you're walking, you notice what kind of door, uh, door handle it is. And if it's the kind that you lift, you walk by, and you just go like this. You just, you just pop it in the, under, under there. Or you can do it this way, too, like that. And so what's cool is you get really good. You have glow tracks in your pocket or your purse or in your hand, and you're walking in every time. Okay, okay, that's one that you can stick all the way through. You go like that. And then you go to the next one. You're like, oh, that's the one you can go like this. And you just go like that. And literally, you just weave in and out like you know, four or five cards on the way in, and then four or five cards on the way out. You just pass out 10 glow tracks on the way to the store. And it took you about 30 seconds extra. No joke. Isn't that amazing? It's really fun, especially for the kids. You should try it. 
All right. How to get in the glow mindset. We talked about all these practical ways, and as we wrap up, we want to talk about how to get in the glow mindset. We know what to do. Is it, is it clear how I plan work for you guys? I plan work for myself, too. Every time I give this, I'm convicted because I know um, that I have areas of improvement that I need to do as well. I've planned work for you guys, but the question is, how do we actually go about doing it? How do we actually about go, going about doing it? We know what to do. The problem is our heart. We need a heart change. Number one, we need to ask for a heart change. Amen? We need to ask God to change our heart. And number two, we're going to look at right here is the how to get in the mindset of glowing. Number one, we want to choose a location for your literature. Number one, actually, before that, you want to get literature. So you can either buy that on the store or you can go and get it from the glow rack out here in the foyer. Today, we're going to give you packets of glow that you can take home and use this next week, but you're going to run out. And so you're going to have to come back and get more glow. But you take that glow and you want to choose specific locations for the literature. Number one, you can put it at the house. Number two, and you can put it in your car. Now, there's, um, at your house, you can put it like right next to the door, like in a little basket. So that every time you leave, you know, that's that reminder to get you in the habit of keeping it with you wherever you go. Number two, you can put it in your car. Take a little stack of them. I have it in my glove box. But, or, you, or you could put it in the little um, the, the holder right there on your door. You know what I'm talking about? Right there on the door side. You know, I did that once. I had like three packets, like three or 400 glow tracks right there in my car door. What happened was is that my car was stolen. And so I lost 300 glow. No, I'm just kidding. I actually got it back. But I got my car back. And it was stolen, I, and I, as the police, you know, pulled up, and I, w- I had to sign some papers because they found it, I signed some papers to get my car back. I was talking to the gentleman, and I said, you know, here's, here's, a, here's a little something for you to read. I work with this uh, Christian ministry with these little pamphlets and stuff. Here's something for you to read. And he says, oh, you know, I don't, I don't need that. I actually um, found one in your car, and uh, I was on the end of the world, and I, I read it, and I liked it. And he was Christian, so we connected on that. And I was asking, and I was thinking, like, how? Was he looking, like, in the side? I mean, what was he doing, snooping around? Um, and what I found out later is, you know what a government building looks like when it's been blown up? You know, there's papers everywhere. What had happened was that the thieves, excuse me, that the thieves, they had gone through, and they're looking for valuables, right? They're like, there was, like, 400 glow tracks scattered like the leaves of autumn in my car. It was all over the place. And I saw my car later, and I was like, of course he saw one. There's, like, glow tracks literally everywhere in my car. And so he said, oh, no, no, yeah, I already read one. I really liked it. I sat down and read it. And I was like, oh, awesome. Well, hey. Take this one. There's a number on the back. You can get Bible studies or you can get more literature later on. He's like, I don't need to do that either because my other cop friends, they already took some. And I thought to myself, the police department of Tulare is stealing literature from my car. And I was like, I'm not going to report them. I'm not going to report them because I was happy. Now, the thing is, that's not the best way of passing it out either, you know, getting your car stolen and everything. But God can use situations like that for his glory. Amen. God can use us for his glory, even in negative situations. So make sure to put some glow in your car so that you will remember to pass it out. The second thing you want to do is you want to pray for a divine appointment. Pray that God gives you the the ears to hear and the eyes to see spiritual interest or or to listen when God says turn around or give a glow tract or pray with somebody. Does anybody here want to be used by God? I want to be used by God, but it takes careful listening. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4, It says that God wants to give us the tongue of the learned to speak a word in season to him who is weary. Then it says that he will awaken us morning by morning so that we can also have the ear as the learned. Before we can speak as the learned, before we can share glow tracks as the learned, knowing who to give it to at the what time, divine appointments, we first need to have the ear of the learned. We need to hear God's voice through his spirit. How do we do that? By awakening morning by morning and spending time with Jesus in prayer and Bible study. We need to pray for divine appointments. Pray that God will lead you to the right people at the right time, at the right track. One story to illustrate that is this lady was sitting on a bus, and she did not feel like glowing that day. She had some Bible tracks in her pocket. She felt impressed to give one to the guy next to her. And she says, you know what? I'm not going to do it. You know that you know that feeling? You're just kind of warring with the Lord, you know? I don't like that feeling because it happens often, way too often. I'm praying that God will give me a more willing spirit to, to submit to his will. And she says, you know, I, I don't want to do it. I'm scared, you know, da 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 What is he going to think? What are other people around me going to think? The bus is coming to a stop, and she knows, you know what, I better give this guy a, a tract. It's now or never. I'm going to feel guilty for the rest of my life, right? So she, she, she's like, oh, here you go. She gives him a, a Bible tract, and back then it was signs at the times. And the guy looks at it, and he says, wow, I was just praying that God would give me a sign, signs at the times, right? Uh, that God will give me a sign if I should commit suicide or not. And guess what the name of the glow track was? 
Does God care that I'm hurting? Does God care that I'm hurting? We never know. We never know what a glow tract, no matter what title it is, if it's Promise of Peace and Talking with God, or if it's Isaac Newton's Forgotten Discovery, or Why I Go to Church on Saturday, the end of the world. We never know what God has in store for us. We also need to pray that God will give us the mindset of distribution, that we will have a willing heart to do those things. Along with the Holy Spirit, I want to close with this quote right here. Uh, And by the way, uh, if I could have the deacons uh, get ready to pass those cards out, that'd be really awesome. It says right here, don't be distracted by the deacons, by the way. Uh, It says right here, more than, actually, I'll skip that one. It says, here we go. This is in Southern Watchmen, August 1, 1905. If you want to write this down, this is a powerful quote. And it goes right along with what we're talking about, the Holy Spirit, and being willing to be used by him. It says right here that there is no limit. How much? You can do better than that. What does it say? There is what? There is no limit to the usefulness of one who putting self aside makes room for the working of what? The Holy Spirit wants to use us. I mean, you say, Lord, what can I do for you? I I don't know what to do. I feel, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The Holy Spirit, God wants to use it. You were created for service. You were created for service. You were created to have a purpose, to bring glory to the Father. And you were created to do all those things. And he says right here, if you just submit yourself to me, say, Lord, make me willing to be made willing, there is no limit to the usefulness of you. So there's no limit to the usefulness of one who putting self aside makes room for the working of the Holy Spirit upon his heart and lives a life wholly consecrated to God. Do you want to do that today? Amen? Do you want to do that today? I want to, man, I look at, I see myself and I'm like, wretched man that I am. Here we are still on this earth. I was actually here when you had your 100, I think it was 100 year anniversary. Was it 100? Just a couple months ago, right? And I saw that video. I saw that video of those people who, who everything they did, Everything they did, like on their free time, they came and built the church. Their sole purpose of existence back then was to build the church and win Modesto for Jesus. I was there. How many years has the Seventh-day Adventist Church been around? How many? A little bit over 150. And I, and I praise the Lord, 150 years, but oh my goodness. Are we really still here? Are we really still here? God wants to put an end to this thing, and I want... I am tired. Are you guys tired? I want to put an end to this thing, and the only way it's going to happen, yes, we can go do amazing things for him, but it happens when we submit our hearts to God. Imagine if every single one of us in this room, every single one of us in this room had that, uh, had that exact experience, as this quote says. No limit. Like, we're all reaching our full potential for God. Think about that. If all of us were reaching our full potential for God, what do you think would happen here in Modesto? What do you think would happen? The Bible says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, you shall receive... Amen. I want everyone to say it together. You shall receive... One more time. You shall receive... You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and all the world. The reason for the Holy Spirit is for witnessing. It's for drawing our hearts to Christ and and giving us a deep experience with Him so that we will go out and share with those around us. If we are not witnessing, if we're not sharing our faith, if we're not living a life fully consecrated, submitted to God moment by moment, we're not truly Christians because Christ submitted His Spirit in the Garden of Gethsemane. He submitted His Spirit moment by moment. He said, you know what? I'm being impressed to go do this even though I might get ridiculed, I might die. By the way, He did die for submitting to the Holy Spirit. When was the last time you got killed for passing out a glow tract or praying with somebody? We're all here. God wants to, to give us a life that is fully satisfying and fully amazed uh, and full of his love and joy and satisfaction. I want you to take that card that you have right there and I want you to look at it real quick. Uh, this right here is just a couple resources that you can do to, to take a first step. Um, in, in there it says, number one, receive the weekly newsletter. Anybody here inspired by those testimonies that, that I shared? Amen. Amen. If you want a, a newsletter, an email every week with a testimony about God is using Glow, put your email there in very nice, legibly printed block letters. Many times I say that and people still do their, do their uh, thing. I don't know how to read it. But, but put it nice and neatly in block letters. Put your email and you will get a free email with uh, powerful glow testimonies that will kind of remind you. You'll get it right before the Sabbath, and you'll be like, you know what? I, that's re- 
that's powerful. I want to I make sure to stop by the glow rack on the way out at church tomorrow so I can get my glow track stock up for the week. So if you want that, put your email there. Number two, I'd like to plaque out, uh, pass out blank glow tracks this month. Now, at the end of service, they're going to pass out a stack of, I don't know how many, seven or ten glow tracks. Take that packet. Don't ignore them. They're going to be at all doors. Don't ignore them. Take that track. Say, Lord, who would you have me give these to? If it's just random places on the, door, on, on, on the place or if it's to people in person, say, I would like to pass out the, the glow tracks per month. Put that in there. Uh, third one, you would learn, how to, uh, learn more about selling books door to door. And number four, if you guys want to take it to the next level, maybe glow is kind of simple for you. You want to take it to the next level. We have 70,000 uh, great controversies available at the office. Super subsidized price. And they're just sitting there. The great controversies are just sitting there. And they're excellent for sharing. A full edition great controversy uh, for a very subsidized price. Now, check that off. If you would like to get one of those, or you, even if you just want to pay for one so that the church can have them, if you would like to sponsor one, put that down as well. But my number one appeal, uh, and by the way, uh, we're going to collect those on the way out. So fill them out and give them um, to, the, to the people sitting at the door. But I want to challenge you, number one, is to submit your heart to Jesus. Submit your heart to Jesus. Submit your heart to the Spirit. God wants to use you. God wants to use you to make a big impact for his kingdom. He wants to tear down the devil's kingdom. You don't have to be a preacher or, or a presenter. or You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be ordained to, to be a witness for Jesus, as the pastor said. You don't have to be able to play the piano. You don't have to sing. You don't have to do all those things. Even those are those huge blessings that God can give us. No matter what you do in life, you can always be a witness by passing out literature. And I want to challenge you to give your life fully to God today. Anybody here want to do that? For those who want to, to give their lives fully to God and say, Lord, make me willing to be made willing, please stand as we pray. Make me willing to be made willing. Don't just stand up just because everyone else is. But you truly say, you know what, Lord? By God's grace, I'll put aside my personal agenda, my personal pride, all those things, I want to be made willing to be made willing. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for today. Thank you for the Sabbath, the beautiful weather outside. Thank you for Jesus Christ who makes, gives us the power to live victoriously. I want to claim Galatians 2.20 where it says, I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Father, thank you that you equip us. That call, your calling is your enabling. Give us divine appointments. Give us a willing heart, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember to pass out these, uh, get these cards back to the people collecting them at the doors, and also to get your packet of glow tracts.